This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. From Race Wars Podcast, this is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gaze Jabari Brisport is our guest. Jabari is running for District what? 35. In the Hunger Games. Yes. yes. New York City Council. Yeah, that's the district that secretly still exists. Um, not so secretly to every guy on Grindr in my neighborhood. We all live there. Hey, guys. Um, I will be advertising this on my Grindr profile. Perfect. When's so. elections? When's the elections? Tommy, it's not today. No, it's November. Oh. You have to build excitement now, right? November. Right. November, yeah. Do you have a primary you have to go to? Uh, theoretically, no, but who knows? Another green might run for uh, the primary, for, for, the, for the role, in which oh. case we will have a green primary, which we've only had primaries for presidents in the Green Party before. This will be the first city council green primary. Wait, is it like Ooh. an actual possibility that somebody might jump in? Yeah, it's always a possibility. Oh, but like, is there a real person that like you could, I mean, I'm, no, I could do it. No, it's highly unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you registered green? Or? Um, you should, do, do you have do? to be? To run green? Yeah. Well, you can do this thing called opportunity to ballot where you um, basically you get enough signatures to um, run on the party. But um, How it's many much signatures trickier. do you need? Like more than four? Uh, for that version, I don't know. For me, I'm going to need about 17, so I'll get 50 to be safe to be on the ballot. Yo, where'd oh. you bring really that nothing. shit? I'll, I'll sign zero. it right now. I'm uh, in your dish. We got you. <laughs> I literally... There's, there's so, a comedy club downstairs. There's literally fish in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> they all have pens and hands. <laughs> Just offer them a free drink ticket. Done. Or don't do that, yeah. and they'll do it anyway. <laughs> it's a club. <laughs> How old are you anyway? I feel I'm, like we went to the same schools. I'm 29. I don't know. Oh, oh my man. God. We definitely didn't go to the same school. No. Did you go to NYU? I did. Did yeah. you? Oh my God. Yeah, I did. What school were you in? I was in Tish. I was in their uh, drama uh, program. Okay, of course you were. Okay. I was in CIS. You say yes? Yeah, I'm a theater person. Which, which, wait, which studio were you in? Could you see how I e- smelled NYU? Classical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I just you can smell the Too tish. much money for not enough school. That's all my underwear. Are you still paying that shit off? Yes, of course. Until you die, right? How much do you have in student debt? I started out with 20 something I'm down to uh-huh, I want to say eight bad. now oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I got some fat fat scholarships you were so unscathed <laughs> yeah. wow they really pour money into the bullshit disciplines don't they yeah it's also <laughs> a school yeah. art school are you shitting me because oh, yeah. <laughs> philosophy is so worth it's important for my life <laughs> but what it's is really the curing of life? cancer I've been carrying this podcast with my mind for six months you heard how us do the calculations and look where we are <laughs> Um, I mean, that's some shade. Wait, no, no, no. I mean, no, we're actually doing great. We're actually doing amazing. <laughs> we're growing. We've never been better. Um, so wait, so you are a democratic socialist running for Green Party City Council. What the, I don't know what that all means. No, what does we that have mean? no idea. Yeah, explain yeah, it Yeah, okay. Us. So yeah, dispelling first things, people think the Green Party means like hippies and environmentalists. It's around. You hate the environment. I really hate it. I, I threw so many plastic bottles in the street before I got here. It was insane. I saw you on uh, Flatbush one time spitting on a tree. I, no, it's a radical anti-capitalist party. We take no corporate money, and we believe in grassroots democracy, which means a bottom-up, not top-down structures, which is um, very akin to Tommy's our Tommy's a bottom. <laughs> that is literally sometimes true. Sounds like you're agreeing. <laughs> a bottom-up, that means a top. Like, yeah, we're on the same level. <laughs> Stop flirting with me, everyone at this table. So how successful is that? Because it sounds like that. all I hear is, is no money. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's I mean, there's very no money in it. I mean, the leadership in terms it's very distributed. So mm-hmm. it's like you know the state parties are like really the heads of stuff, and then you know the national party answers to them too. And in terms of money, yeah, the double-edged sword is that you know you re- remain pure and not corrupted like the two corporate parties, but there's also not much money in the. Uh, the campaign. I mean, I think the National Green Party operates on around three to five hundred thousand a year, wow. which is how much is, uh, the, wow. your typical Democrat will spend on their city council race this uh, this election wow. in New York City. In New York City, yeah, they'll probably spend one hundred eighty in the primary and one hundred eighty in their general. Get what the is the big? Do you yeah. think if the Green Party had their shit together, like mm-hmm. maybe that's the obstacle to getting not corporate mm-hmm. donors, but like private donors, like mm-hmm. rich people who have the money to throw the fuck around? Susan Sarandon, Vigo Mortensen. Seriously, yes. but if the but but right now, like let's say. I'm a rich person. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, like the secret. Months but- <laughs> away. <laughs> Within minutes. But if I were By a rich way, person. By the way, total Republican as soon as we get rich. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, training now. Um, <laughs> black and brown people. Okay. <laughs> I believe if I were a rich person with the money to invest, even if I believe in the Green Party, which I honestly do, mm-hmm. because it's unimpeachable, mm-hmm. um, it still seems like throwing your money down a rabbit hole because they're not organized. Mm-hmm. They like, could not get Jill Stein to the correct city. We actually which just Which is the least us. green thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Wasting it's gas. so funny. <laughs> yeah, but she's from Lexington. She doesn't actually like the environment. Did you like Jill Stein? Did you vote for Jill Stein? Yes and yes. I did like her. I loved her ideas. I thought she was fantastic and I did vote for her. I, I, How I, many like, times did you vote for her? 17 times. No, no, no. no you could have no, voted for her twice. <laughs> oh, no, no. Just just once in the general. I was uh, registered as a Democrat You know, at, the, at primary time But she year. also ran in 2012 against oh, Obama. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, you know, I was going to vote for her and then I got disheartened. I thought there was no, I thought there was just no way any third party could win with the money. I mean, I, like I knew about the, the 5% rule and like five or $10 million. And then like in 2012, I was seeing Romney and Obama raising $1 billion each. And I was like, well, fuck this. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no, there's absolutely no way anybody can win with that much money. And I didn't regain faith until Bernie got like 200 million in small dollar donations until, and that's when I thought, oh, it's possible. To oh, actually. So you're a Bernie bro. Yes. Bernie bro to Jill bro. <laughs> I was very, I was very vocal about Jill and I pissed off a lot of people. Okay, but so now okay, who is harsher yeah. on Kettle you? Kettle meat pot. <laughs> I have approximately 75% of the friends I did before the election. You had so many gay meltdowns. Oh, meltdown, meltdowns. Like, you should be proud of yourself sort of shit. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. so unfair. Isn't that so unfair that on the one hand, people like, Green Party doesn't do jack shit, and then the other hand, they're like, you cost us the election. So which is it? Does the Green Party do nothing, or does it influence the whole national election? I wish Jill had gotten the votes to influence the national election. We did terrible. We got 1% of the vote. I wish we had gotten so many votes that we could actually like mathematically have swung the election. But isn't that her fault, kind of? She was like completely uninspiring. She's a kind of Hillary. Mm-hmm. She uh, maybe is a, she is a Hillary. That's exactly it. She's very like similar. They're the same demographic. They come from similar levels of education. They're both like double Ivy, even though I know Wellesley's not a real, it's like a baby <laughs> Ivy, but potato, might as well potato, be an Ivy let's not be dicks. for dykes. And then like, <laughs> like they both sort of like I don't know. They just were so vanilla. I hear that. In yes. their campaigns. And we just talked to the, her field director um, in another episode that we did. And he was talking about how he wanted her to go out and play guitar after a rally. And that like all the white guys around her were like, no, don't do that. <laughs> she should <laughs> play guitar. Attention. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just seems like. I don't know. The the Green Party, I don't really understood I don't really understand why she has twice been the figurehead, but I'm ready for her to 
like no longer be an issue. Yeah, I'm ready feel. for the Green Party to move on to. I don't know. I, like same thing in, you say in terms of inspiring. Like she has great ideas, but delivery is a thing too. And I, I, I hear that. Like when you hear her speak, at a, especially me coming from Bernie Sanders, who's just such an incredible orator and such an incredible like statesman in front of all the crowds and stuff. And Jill, like you know, I love her. I love her ideas. I love everything she stands for. But yeah, in terms of motivating people, it's not. It's not quite there. Like we really need like somebody that's like a movement leader mm-hmm. inside the party that can just bring a lot more people into it. Do you know? Do you have somebody that you think could? Fill that role? Has the company moment. included? <laughs> no, I know. How do you guys feel about running in 2020? We feel yeah. so strongly good about it. We feel great, yeah. I mean, we have yeah. terrible credit between the two of us. We borderline don't pay our student loans. It's the greenest thing I've ever heard We smoke heard of. a lot of marijuana. Karen puts drugs up her butt regularly. Green! Mm-hmm. I said green. What part of green are you guys not yeah. understanding? So, like, borderline unelectable. But that's what I like about the Green Party is that it seems like, I don't know, in New York, like, you might be sweating right now. Um, but, like... You seem fine. Yeah, you I'm seem good. Okay. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> you're playing along great. I mean, you're an actor, right? Are you an actor? Yes, yes. Are you also pursuing acting? Yes. Or is that done? Yeah, oh. well, I'm, try- I'm trying to take more of a backseat to that right now while I'm running the campaign. So, oh, is this feeding your acting career? <gasps> no. Be honest. I wish. Yes. Yeah, Are you I wish just I doing sure. this until <laughs> acting takes off? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a singing actor? Are you a Shakespearean actor? You said you oh, did I classical. Oh, I do both. Ooh, I you Shakespeare sing? and I sing, yes. You say, oh, Are you what? equity? Uh, yeah, I'm equity. Oh, you're the real fucking deal. He's, yes, like, he's a yes. union actor. I'm a okay. union actor. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so what have you done well, in yeah. the city that we might know? Anything? Okay, you might have seen like this. I have this long running, um, it's called Political Subversities, and we perform at the People's Improv Theater, and it's like political comedy. Uh oh. So, okay. Well, I used to work at um, the People's Improv Theater. So oh, I was like, oh, nice. We know a lot of used to work at the and People's Improv yeah. Theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Got you. Yeah. Um, but we, I mean, I, that's, I mean, you would have seen me in that most recently because uh, we were doing that, and our last show was on the election, and we were doing election <laughs> night coverage. And it was fun in 2012 because you know you build up until the Obama win, but it, it just got more depressing as we went along, <laughs> and like we, the, the, the skit stopped being funny, and uh, we kind of, it kind of just petered out. And, uh, and people just like kept leaving or what? <laughs> I used to imagine like, people like, people, like awkwardly getting up. It like, was the Green Party, the drink. show. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people just got trying to transfixed on like the, the monitors and the TVs and just like watched it all like, kind of unravel <laughs> and just started getting more drinks. And it was it was a really heavy weight in the air. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Did you think that it would have been better if Hillary had won than Trump? Better for who? I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a, just like that's as a general question. question. Eh? Yeah. Impossible question for me to answer. Uh, better for uh, maybe better for immigrants and better for uh, people. Uh, you know, trans people. It's. I mean, it's not better for you know people that are getting bombed across the uh, the sea. Uh, um, and even immigrants, that's dicey. I mean, you know, the Democrats. I mean, Obama deported around three million people. Like that's more than any other president before. So uh, I. When I hear the word better, I'm like, oh, it depends on which demographic group you're talking about. Well, yeah. You are on the right show. <laughs> yeah. But okay, but then that, that begs the question, right? Because yeah. like, is the point of politics to sort of like bring everybody under this one nationalist umbrella? That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you have to kind of talk about everybody. Like everybody has to sort of be the same. Mm-hmm. Even Like you have to kind of ignore... Mm-hmm very real differences that make a difference in the way people are able to access resources and live their lives. But like, I don't know, like what's better for the country as a whole? Do you think Trump's election in the long run, or do you think having Hillary stay in power and have the neoliberal Mm -hmm. power center just like hold on there? Would that have 
been good for us. I can't speak in the long run. In the media, I think Trump's going to crash the economy in like three months, possibly. I mean, he's just he's, the, the the tax cuts are really just going to create massive like you know bubbles, and I, I I see either that happening or him launching World War III with North Korea. So those are like major existential threats to either our economy or national safety very very soon. Hillary, I'm not sure so much sure if she would have done that, although possibly with Syria, like that no fly zone may have triggered triggered some nuclear aggressions with Russia. Um, however, I don't think the economy would have crashed. <laughs> will crash. Unlike, unlike I do think it'll happen with, with Trump. I think we'll see 2008 over again. You think it's going to be bad, that bad? Oh. Do you think it'll be prolonged? I mean, it depends on how deep the, the crash is. I mean, with the amount of tax cuts he's giving, like, we're, it's going to... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same impetus that, you know, George Bush did. I mean, it's the same tax cuts. And with whatever war he's starting with North Korea or, you know, whatever. Do you think that's wars. real? How Green Party crazy are you? Like, do you... Is there a part of you that thinks that that could be PR? Because I think it could be PR. Mm. A little bit. Oh, PR? I mean, well, with Trump, it's hard to decide, like, know what is real and what's PR. Yeah. Um, he's de- I, think, I think it's real in the sense that he's trying to cover up his, his terrible approval ratings, yeah. which is like, you know, he's trying to pull out a, a, a page out of the old book of, oh, my approval's bad, let me launch a war, because war, war rallies the, the nation together. And I can really see him, like, really, um, you know, uh, what's the word, uh, saber-rattling, just mm. in, order, in order to get, get more uh, approval. Do you think that maybe... Trump getting elected is good for everything. Like, okay, in one sense, it's we've got this, like, unpredictable kind of messy presidency going on Mm -hmm. right now. So now there's the desire to go back to the calm, staid leadership of, for example, Barack Obama, which is now when we think back on it, refreshing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it was someone that we could, whether you agreed or disagreed with him, Mm -hmm. he wasn't um, off the rails, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you kind of knew where he was, like, you could kind of guess where he was going to go next. And at the same time, makes allowances for a slightly, like, for more of a... I don't mm-hmm. know, like, human touch in politics, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. we never had in my life, I mean, I'm extremely young, but, mm-hmm. um, like, I-, I can't remember the last time that politics was personal. Where you, like, where it was, like, a personality could shine forth and we'd be into it. And it wouldn't just have to be covered up with party this and party that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of opening up the doors for, like, a little bit more realness in who we elect as a leader. Like, a, pers- a-, a real human being, but at the same time, somebody's got their shit together more. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was the draw. I mean, well, it's funny because that was kind of the draw of like uh, George Bush uh, Jr. Where, you know, he was a guy a lot of people felt like they could just get a beer with because yeah. he just seemed so charming. And now with the bar solo, we elected somebody that has absolutely no <laughs> electoral experience whatsoever um, on the sense of like, oh, people just felt like they could communicate with him and talk with him. So, yeah, I agree. We kind of need somebody that is relatable but also knowledgeable enough to like kind of steer the ship. Maybe we don't necessarily agree with how they're steering it, but, mm. you know, that isn't going to totally destroy the country. So why would you get into politics? I've always been into politics. Like, even, I mean, you know, went through my, my theater stuff for the past years. I've been doing a lot of political theater. Like, I, I dropped political diversities, um, you know, a couple minutes ago. But also, like, even when I was at NYU, mm. we had, like, a theater group that was fighting gentrification. And we just, like, went out and did, we couldn't find space. So we just did site-specific theater That's outside. That's so ironic that NYU <laughs> was fighting gentrification. Well, it NYU is. wasn't. <laughs> we, were, we were in there like, oh, NYU's eating the entire village. Like, this is ridiculous. Let's, uh, and we, we totally understood the, uh, the um that weird juxtaposition yeah. and like the irony of being NYU students 
protesting gentrification. And we were out there in the village, you know, doing like theater and like I was doing spoken word about all the banks taking over every other every other spot. Um, I remember that when we were at NYU. I remember like these constant new banks springing up all the time. It was like right around the crash, and it was it was so weird. I remember like mm-hmm. the Wells Fargo on like uh, mm-hmm. West Third Street and Sixth Ave like changed into three different banks in a really fast amount of time. Mm-hmm. It was fucking weird to see that. Do yeah. you remember that? I, it was just you, like banks were like Starbucks all of a sudden. Yep. It was this because we were doing that like around 2007, 2008, yeah. like right, you know, when things were bubbling for the crash. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. Every time something closes, just a bank fills it. Like, we, do we really need three banks a block? Like, it's it's insane that that's what that's what's taking over all the, all the retail space. Have you read Sarah Schulman's Gentrification oh, of the Mind? That's all I'll say. You should here read it. Okay. It's really interesting. Yes, yeah, she's a New Yorker like you. So you're a native. You grew up in I grew where? up in Brooklyn. Yeah, I grew up in the district. Yeah. You grew up in Prospect Heights? Yeah, or? yeah. Prospect Heights. So what was Prospect Heights? That's where I live now. And it's like brownstones mm-hmm. and families. There's like still a good number of black families mm-hmm. in the neighborhood, but it's pretty white. Relative it's, to like Bed-Stuy. Where yeah. you live, are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so white. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very white. So yeah, it used to be blacker. It was blacker in the '90s, and it was it was also it was just much more of a community vibe. And like part of that is like having a cohesive community. It was like heavily more Black Caribbean, and also a big part of that too was pre nine eleven, which like really I mean that's when kids stopped playing outside in the summers. Uh, and I mean re- I mean I, I really like I, mean, I grew up like in the summers you go out and play, you crack open the fire hydrant when it's it's warm, and you know you play in the you know, whatever. And like now, I mean there's there's tons of families on the block, but none of the kids. Outside this summer, it's like why definitely you tie playing that outside to after 9/11. Yeah, sounds like a satchel sign song. <laughs> <laughs> Where's have, her art? May have been 9/11. May have been just like technology, but like really, like you know, in the 90s, kids were playing outside. 2000s, not so much, and. I think that's sad. It's it's such a lovely block. After the white devil moved in, we hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and we apologize. <laughs> I literally apologize. <laughs> My bad <laughs> to St. <Saint> Mark's. <laughs> um, but but you running, you mm-hmm. actually running for public office. How'd you get into that? Because like who people who are like, I'd like to get involved. How would you even like do it? You just gotta dive in. I mean, I got sick of protesting. I was just doing a lot. I've been protesting and protesting, making political theater. Do you think it matters? Protesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it, it offers, I mean, it gives a good temperature of where the populace is. And, you know, it does, I think it does have an effect eventually. If you, if you combine protesting with, um, you know, the, the, the boring stuff of like letter writing and then phone calls and actually visiting your, your representative's office, those two combined, I think, are the two necessary. Okay, so you have what to physically those go things? to an office? Oh, my God, I'll never do that. <laughs> but what, of those things, what what's, like, the most effective? What has the biggest impact, do you think? I think phone calls. Phone calls? Yeah. Interesting. There's that app that now so that'll like make passive. the phone. Yeah, but the, there's this app that'll make the phone call for you. And if you don't get through, it'll keep trying and trying and you record oh, a thing. Geez. And just say, hey, I think this, and then... Yeah. And also, like, I live in the district. Because, like, you know, you know, a thousand people show up at your door. You don't know if they're from your district yeah, and if, right. like, their vote matters yeah. to you uh-huh. or not. But if, you know, somebody calls your office and say, hey, I live on St. Mark's and whatever, How and I'm in your dare district. you? <laughs> <laughs> I already said five. Wait, how, how many people are in the district? 180,000 people. Uh, wow. All right, so what's your that's, district? So it's a winnable district is what you're saying. Super winnable, yeah. yeah. It's the size of a small city, you know? <laughs> Do you know, there's a few NYU people who went into politics, though. There's a girl that I remember from, like... A girl who was uh, my age, Neely Rozick. Do you know who that is? She's no. like now in like New York, something kind of maybe same thing as you. I don't remember. Okay. Oh, there's yeah, a guy there's, too. There's a few NYU kids. My who ex's grew up friend to do was uh, like a city council something. I it's don't know. It's so wild. When he you was see so politician y. You don't seem super politician y. 
which is refreshing. He was like very like very stoic and That's like kind I'm of stiff. But stuff. the doors open Tell for non-politician politicians. People, I think people are mm-hmm. sick of the professional politician class. It's right. so gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. That's the same as a dynasty. As if your profession, mm-hmm. you that's how you make money is to be a politician. In my opinion, someone who's in it to have power, right? And mm-hmm. you're like very grassroots and there's no fucking money in green anything. Mm-hmm. Someone who's in it for an establishment power position should be automatically disqualified. Mm-hmm. That's the person who wants it's the person who well, should do you never get have money? it. Mm-hmm. Do you get money from the state party running for city council? Do I, they help you? I get like 500 bucks, maybe $1,000, <gasps> which is like kind of nice. You for 180000 it's kind of I know. Nice. Well, <laughs> I mean, again, everybody has no, like I told you, the national party in general has like, you know, 300000 or so that's across the 50 states. And then like state parties, they only have what dues we pay in as Green Party members. Uh, and they're... So if we buy you a sandwich, that's like a big <gasps> contribution yeah. to the Green Party. Buy me a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I spoke too soon. Oh, no. That was hypothetical. She's a philosophy major. I mean, one thing's great that levels the playing field in New York are like the matching funds. I'm not sure if you guys know about those, What's but that? New York City has matching funds using ta- using your tax dollars. It's six to one. So if a New York City resident, you know, gives the campaign ten bucks, the city kicks in another sixty. Oh so no. shit! Yes, I'll oh. donate to your campaign. Yes, no, I've shit. literally only that's ever to donated to like campaign? two other campaigns. But that's wait, wait. So that, I don't understand. That's one. For, that, for, uh, but that's for what? Municipal campaigns. So um, <gasps> mayor, city council, comptroller, public oh. advocate. Those. So like a hundred dollar donation to you is a big fucking it's deal. It's seven hundred then. Yeah, and wow. it's, your, right. it's your tax dollars are already in the bucket for it, so Yo, you might as well choose that's which a candidate. Lot. Yes. We got you. And it's got to be. An, does it have to be in your district? No, any New York City resident can <laughs> donate to Jabari Brisport dot Jabari twenty seventeen dot NYC. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jabari twenty seventeen. Yo, let's make it happen. J a b a r i. 2017.org. Yeah. No, dot it. NYC. That, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> Someone's going to go open up that. <laughs> Some other Jabari is, the, is about to clean up. This was the flying to Cincinnati of yeah. promotions. Sounds like one of my opponents is going to open up that account and like, direct it to there. Yeah. <laughs> it Wait, must so have hurt you... so bad when she flew to the wrong city. Like the oh, waste yeah, yeah. of precious, precious non resources yes. that the Green Party had. The waste. Of gas, gas, everything not money, green, yeah. just burning, burning it up. I think yeah, yeah. she and Ajamu were together like at the convention. I never saw them really <laughs> together at all That's throughout true. the rest yeah. of the campaign. The only pictures, if you Google them, are at the convention. She's in a little Houston. bit ivory tower. She's like not. She's like she's like. Is she a Russian like operative? Mom. That's the question. <laughs> she's a Russian spy. People so really mingle? think that she was at some dinner with. Oh, Vladimir. Yeah, 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 a Russian spy. Now, she? she was at some dinner. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? She was at some dinner with. Would Poop. you turn down a dinner with Vlad? I wouldn't. Do you think that I would even? I don't even need <laughs> to be invited. <laughs> Tell me where he'll be. I'll show up. He has that picture like bareback on side of a horse. Hello. Yes. He's what we would call an any hole on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what you think. <laughs> Anywhere they want. Wait, who's okay? So politically speaking, who are like one or two of your any holes? Like people that you just think are like the absolute best. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, um, ever since I went socialist, everyone started disappointing me. Um, but we hear I, you. <laughs> I I still I still enjoy Justin Trudeau uh, up in Canada. Such a good answer. Um, Perfect can answer. get it. All the holes. He's full of shit, but good God. Yo, blanket consent for him is all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that right yeah. there. <laughs> and actually, if we can go all the way to France, I like that guy that was running as the, you know, the communist, Melanchone, or Melanchone, or I forget his name. Who the fuck knows? It's French. So, uh, yeah, Nicolas. <laughs> <laughs> Something anti-Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding. Blah, blah, blah. Leave your burke at home, we know. <laughs> 
Um, okay, uh, cool, cool, okay, cool. Okay, you have to answer the question. Who are, who's a political any hole for Yeah, me? Justin Trudeau I'm on board with. I think it's probably Justin Trudeau. But no, but you know, obviously it's Paul Ryan. But I don't mean like ideologically. It's not obvious Just because he lifts weights and you the picture. <laughs> 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 wow, <laughs> he knows you. Do you listen to the podcast? And that wiry little like sinewy body. I don't know. I think he's very... Okay, no, and I'm who gonna... was that other awful... Anthony Weiner. No, oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks like a muscly one. bird. I will take it. Oh, he's so Anthony, so where are you? City controller, get Literally, over here. Literally, the show was made for Anthony Weiner. I don't know why it's taken him so long. Somebody, to come on show. somebody <laughs> tweeted at us. I don't remember if they tweeted Weiner, but he's totally an any whole dream guest. And um, God, who's the other? Oh my God, I'm fucking up my own show. I can't remember. This is such interesting content. Lobal, <laughs> <laughs> you look for that. Okay, so grow. Growing up in the district, where mm-hmm. first, can you just tell me where else Anthony you Wiener. covered? Oh, yeah. Oh, so Anthony Wiener. Wiener. <laughs> oh, Anthony Wiener again. Is Anthony Wiener in? Hold on. Anthony Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So what, what other white districts adjacent to the area and maybe not white districts does this encompass? Yeah, think Prospect Park, just the northwest. So Prospect Heights right there, hugging Granary Plaza. And then if you go north up into Clinton Hill and Bed-Stuy oh, and oh. like Fort Greene. You don't go south into Park Slope. No, not a park slope, Thank but God, you go a little bit west. Those people are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> those, those awful women with the baby I mean, well, our Americans, one hand under God. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Indivisible. Right, so, okay, so you're going up to, like, Yeah, up to Bed, uh, Bed-Stuy, up to Fort Greene, and a tiny bit, a tiny bit of Dumbo, like a couple blocks, and then also hooking around, like, um, east of Grand Armory Plaza, like, into Crown Heights, that area, too. Um, which is where I've been like doing a lot like of where stuff. where the Jews are or more where like black people live? Both. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Crown Heights Riots right there. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, that whole area. District. Yep. The Chabad International Center and also where um, the uh, Juvert, uh, you know, the West Indian Day Parade right. ends up every every year. Oh my so God. what do you, so are you? You are going to be dealing with rapes, murders, like seriously, not, no joking. Oh These yeah. Are, like, I mean, there's really that, all that gang violence on, on that, that uh, festival every year. Every year. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Two that's, people, a young girl died last year, like a 16 year old girl. What'd she say? Just didn't want to dance with somebody it was something like it real, was something real stupid petty. like that mm-hmm. and then like some toxic masculinity came in and, yeah. yeah 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 it's like really so you have a lot of real shit that's going to be happening yeah and there's still tensions um there's still tensions in the district i mean like there's like echoes i mean there were the crown heights riots in like you know 1992 um which i remember i didn't know about, my thing is my my parents made into a game for me like i didn't know what they were for until i was 18 but like when i was a kid it was just like we would hear shooting outside and my parents made this game where you, like you turn off all the lights and you get on the ground and oh it's like God. the quiet game until the shooting stops. You have so much in common with Israelis. It's... <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Let's jump right in. Um... Okay, so we play a game on the show called Hole. And Karen walks you up to a hole called Israel and she gets to push you in. All right. Oh my two God. minutes is even too much. It's, it's a minute. Okay. One state or two. Let's have it. Two states. What are, what are they called? Israel and Palestine. Where are the borders? Oh, uh, the 1967 borders? Oh, okay. yeah, we can work with I mean, it. We can work with it. I mean, fucking Adrian was like, one state, a secular state. And I was like, who, what's happening? Oh, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> one state. He goes, that's all I'll say. We're like, you don't get to one do state, that. Secular state. Honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I'm secular. And like, I mean, that, I feel like that would solve a lot of problems if they, you know, both, <laughs> both renounce their religion. Israel? But Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, so you're not like, like... Boycott, divestment, sanctions, like, don't buy Israeli products. My thing with BDS is, like, I want it to be expanded beyond Israel. I think it should also target Saudi Arabia because they're the biggest exporter of terrorism in the region. Okay. And I think it's unfair. I mean, I, under, I, I think I'm virulently opposed to the Netanyahu regime. I think they're, they're committing 
borderline genocide on Palestinians, but take away also, the borderline. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna call it genocide, but I also similarly have a problem with Nanny Hino, who, by the way, went to my fucking high school randomly. Uh, uh, random. Yeah, it's really weird. He's like on the wall of achievers Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> with no irony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? High and school his brother, is that? Cheltenham High School. Oh, okay. In Cheltenham, Pennsylvania. Yeah, oh. it's very, very. Baby. Um, uh, an I accomplishment know. for me, I guess. I know. I know. I'm trying to say, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, oh, okay, good. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> okay, uh, is it apartheid? Yes or no? Ooh, yes. <gasps> okay, good. Look at that. We're out of time. So <laughs> <I'm all natural. laughs> I mean, we could talk about this all day, and let's start right now. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so no, you did pretty really... good with Hole. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> well played. You answered every question correctly. Oh, thank um, goodness. We'll see how this plays out in the district. Plus or minus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you grew up there. You went to NYU, and I, I do you do you still have a lot of friends from NYU? Is that like where your group comes? Yeah, tons of actor friends from NYU. Really? I'm in touch with zero people from NYU. (laughs) Yeah, I retain no friends. Well, I think it's different at CAS. You're all in this one lumpy thing together. Mm -hmm. And there's so much money at NYU that... Mm I had never been around anything like that before in my entire life. Not not money, but money, where you don't talk about it, and it's what separates mm-hmm. you from other people, and I'd never experienced anything like that, and I was new to New York City, mm-hmm. and you know when you're like, why can't I just like hang? Like, What's the difference between me and you? And it's money. It's money that's so much money, it's unspoken money, and that was my experience with NYU, and I couldn't get footing. Like... It wasn't like uh, I wasn't I was in CAS, so I was trying to find my way, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like we could coalesce around this yep. thing, like we're actors or whatever. It was weird. I like tried to hang out with the Jews, not Jewish enough, even though I'm Israeli. Like right. tried to hang out with like the LA people. Wow, never again. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I learned yeah. my lesson so hard. Uh-huh. Like the New York people, it wasn't my thing. Like I just like I didn't know what where to, what to do with NYU, and then I left NYU, and I was like, oh, that's how you do NYU. Yeah, you just. I went on to wildly succeed. Um, Hayden, my first year. Best um, dining hall. Also, it was the best. Uh, Carlisle Palladium, and then I moved off campus. Nice. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, Palladium is it's uh, in Union Square. It's got the dorms, which are garbage, but whatever. And then it's got a the, swimming pool, gym, gym. Caf- yeah. fucking cafeteria. Yeah. It was the. I remember complaining about it. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> I remember at that time being because you know everyone's like this is the best time of your life. I was like mm-hmm. I should appreciate this, but everything sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so you went. So you lived in NYU. Did you live in the city the whole time you were? there or did you ever go back to Brooklyn most of it I, I lived in I lived in Reuben and I lived in 13th street and like yeah, one of their did. loft spaces we won the lottery oh. for a loft it was awesome Ooh. I had oh. no I know we were in the top loft and there was no door it was no privacy but it was we were in the top um, <laughs> and, and we was, have some funky housing yeah it'll be some people have like one person to a suite and then other people are like six people to a studio it's the weirdest yeah, thing it is weird I lived up in Harlem for a year which is weird um I'm it was uh the, gentrifying oh yeah that well that's the thing too I was I was like oh this is ridiculous like I because I was like I was doing half my rent from work study and then my parents were chipping in too and I was like well clearly I'm displacing somebody when I have a home in Brooklyn too <laughs> I'm just like living in Harlem oh you, oh, you lived like a king <laughs> yeah, was, yeah basically so I mean like, and yeah it was it was also the apartment was terrible we um it was like half finished when we like said we, we signed a lease on it because yeah. my, my roommate his girlfriend lived nearby he, uh, she lived in Bar- she was going to Barnard so we just like it was halfway done with the construction we were like yeah we'll move in that sounds great and they just did like a terrible job oh, the floor God. was slanted like there were tons of things going going wrong with it. That's my apartment now. (laughs) I haven't had a book not slide off a shelf in 10 years. (laughs) 
So how long have you been back in the district now? You live in the district. I live now. in the district now, and like, um, I left New York for a couple of years. I went off to Yale for graduate school, and then I just came back. You went to Yale drama? Yeah, I went to Yale drama. Yeah, oh. you fucking did. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> acting? Uh, yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. That's a big fucking deal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Yale drama. Right. Yeah. So you Wait, and your and your student loans are still only under twenty thousand? I know. Like, well, we Yale's don't understand awesome, the math. With, uh, well, Yale basically is uh, a, free, a full ride there. I mean, they have like oh, tons wow. of like the endowment money. What? Yeah, you pretty much take out six thousand in loans, and the rest is like Thank taken you care of. Thank you, people. Am I right? When did you get your MFA? Two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple Whoa, years ago. Okay. Yeah. What qualifies you for public office? Uh, I have a lot of experience and with the issues in terms of fighting for them for the past 10 years, gentrification, police brutality, and also uh, income inequality. So how have you fought that? Hmm? Uh, I fought the gentrification mostly through my anti-gentrification theater group in, in college where we were going out and, collect, and doing um, raising awareness in the district and also signing petitions to fight rezoning in that community board. Um, police brutality. Is that the biggest issue is the rezoning stuff? Is that the biggest way to disempower voters? Because that's what it seems like to me. Or like gerrymandering. It's the oldest fucking trick in the book. Yeah, it's it's rezoning is probably one, probably the biggest. Um, in addition to just like you know district uh, community. Uh, Council leaders not listening to their community boards in terms of, uh, you know, who they're allowing to purchase the land or lease out the land mm -hmm. um, or, what, you know, or how much affordable housing is really allowed. Uh, but, yeah, rezoning is a big thing. That's, that's really how you change the face of a district. You know, you upzone and then, I mean, that's what they did in Williamsburg, like the whole waterfront. They upzoned really high and then all of a sudden it's a different, it's a different feel to the district. And then people right. start having to leave because other people start coming in. Um, it's a big battle in my, in my uh, district, too. So what's happening with your district? Because it's historically, those are all pretty, like, black Caribbean... Mm -hmm. Jewish neighborhoods, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Almost all of them. I would say the biggest fights in my district are are in the Ingersoll public housing, um, public houses. One where de Blasio is trying to do this thing with infill where he like sells off some of the public lands to a private developer and to let, let them have it develop on it. And then, you know, the exchange is that de Blasio and the city get money and they can pay for some of the, the massive deficiencies in public housing. It's like a $19 billion deficit now. Oh. Um, that being said, once you sell the private land, it, you never get it back. So right. there's a massive pushback against that. And the other fight is this thing at the, this big armory that hasn't been doing anything. It's been sitting empty for forever in Crown Heights. And um, what's current, the per people trying to build on it right now are called BFC. They're like a big Trump-loving developer company. And the community... Is that right, on Atl right off Atlantic, just south of That's Atlantic? the other armory on Bedford. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's, two, there's two armories on Bedford. But uh, there's this one. Yeah, that's a, that's a homeless shelter. But this one, um, the community asked for like a rec center and... Uh, BFC came in and said, yeah, sure, rec center, but you know, to pay for it, we'll need to build all these luxury condos also and sell them uh, off. And the community was like, no. And so there's been a push from like politicians and also the community to release, you know, to get them to release the financials and they like refuse to show <laughs> how much money they're making off of this if they really need to build those condos to oh, pay for Trump. them. Oh, they're Trump. So they're Trump uh, yeah. the condo. Yeah, You're never exactly. <laughs> yeah. Careful, you might be sued for saying that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, here's the beauty of this podcast. I won't be. <laughs> and good luck finding the money. <laughs> I still owe student loans. Uh, I'm in the hole, I like to call it. Why do you think we say hole so much on this show? <laughs> Desperately clawing. <laughs> so what's your plan? Like, you get elected, your priority's what? Like, what do are you going to do? Do you think you're going to get elected? Yeah. You think you're going to get elected? Do you I think, think you have a chance. We're gonna yes, we're gonna write off the massive push for a, a much further left position on housing, and also the fact mm -hmm. that we have a massive problem with income inequality in this in the city. I'm the only politician running on the campaign that I will slash my salary a hundred thousand dollars down to the average income of Brooklyn. 
Um, because, How much are politicians oh. making? Oh, the city council gets $147,000 a year. Oh. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Oh, man. Nobody knows. Now you do. <gasps> they just put in a thirty dollars or $40,000 raise a couple of years ago. Oh, my gosh. raise? Yeah, for themselves. To do what? That's the same crazy. thing. Oh. <laughs> or I think it went from being part-time oh to full-time. Oh, my like, it's like, God. As if they're doing do you have their phone numbers? <laughs> this is yes. an outrage. Your city council member is making $140,000. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Help up my fight. Oh, my God. What are these people doing next weekend? This is crazy. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to run, Karen? I thought they that must was do a lot of drugs. Combined income. Yeah. What do you do with all that money? It's Not spend it on black and brown people, I yeah. guess. <laughs> if you want to know why the, the conversation on affordable housing is skewed, well, possibly because the people making oh the laws God. are making $148,000 a year. All right, so who's oh, cool? Man. Who's cool in the New York City? Such a good question. Yeah. Jumani Williams is really, really cool. I mean, he's, he's a man for the people. Um, he's done some great stuff with, uh, with uh, police reform. And um, I also like Brad Lander. He's um Park Slope. I know you don't guys don't like the uh, the strollers there, but uh, he's he's pretty great. <laughs> and um, what's they like? Oh, I'm a big fan of Corey Corey Johnson. He's a sweet guy. Um, on the on the west side, kind of like I think it's called the gay district. But <laughs> oh, what is it? You, like you, you fucking know. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chelsea and also the um like the um the theater district in the forties and oh, something. It's like you know goddamn well what it's called. <laughs> They're already fucking wearing titty the tanks. It's like the last of 72 How dare degrees you. outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. wonderful. So if you get elected, are you going to throw a party or what's up? Yeah, big old party. And then also start, you know, really attacking these developers. <laughs> what are you going to do about marijuana in New York City? Hey. What can you do as a city councilor? I'm not sure what the jurisdiction of us versus the state is. I think it should be legal. Um, if... I need to double check to see if we can do that just at a city level or if it needs to be state. But if it can be city level, I'm, I'm all about that. I mean, it seems like the cities are going rogue anyway under mm. Trump. So why That's not true. just like... It should be a sanctuary city for weed. For everything. <laughs> <laughs> let's just like, honestly, let's legalize It kind of already is. <laughs> I used to work in weed, let's just say. Yeah, it's like not a secret here. Yeah. So I used to work for somebody who like ran a business. He, huh. he, this is a person that I was friends with for a while and like lived on my couch and then built like a weed empire out of nothing. And um, it turns out it's like, it's not a secret. Everybody totally knows. The cops know about it. They all know each other. They just will bust you and be like, all right, don't do it again. Wink, wink. But they know it's your job. It's not. It's already. It's like that's the is that not the definition of corruption? They just like let it slide and and we're, and, and the rest of us get $100 fines or whatever. Yeah, I no, I, I fully agree. That is, is corruption, and yeah, it's, there's probably you know race factor there too in terms of like who gets you know picked up or who uh, who gets sent away or yada yada yada. Yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. Well, yeah. Karen, that's you only think that because we walk around the Upper West Side where we record this smoking pot. I mean, we do it in a broad daylight. <laughs> this guy, came, what did he come out? He came up to us and he whispered, "Brazen." You're brazen. <laughs> like, thank you for noticing. Well, you probably remember going from NYU, like in Washington Square Park, the, like the smoke smoke guys. Oh my god, but my my people. A lot of the time, the that's smoke what I heard. Smoke I never like acquiesced, but like I heard some of them are undercover. But... Wait, have you never oh. smoked pot? Huh? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, come on now. I'm running right. for office. He's running for office, you <laughs> asshole. What is your favorite drug you've ever done? <laughs> Love. <laughs> Mine oh, man, is so political. <laughs> cocaine sprinkled on a joint. No, I'm just kidding. That's Honestly, the worst though, drug I've ever if done. If you buy weed off the street, you deserve to get busted because you're buying low quality shit that a Mexican got punched for. Like, how oh, dare God. you? How dare you? Buy some good Colorado shit, some Vermont shit, mm -hmm. some upstate that shit. Medicinal. Get it together. Get the Medicinal. Stop displacing the black and brown people. Mm -hmm. mm. 
Okay, so now... <laughs> I didn't think it through, but... <laughs> I'm sure there's a connection there. <laughs> I quit my weed job because right. it turns out it's highly illegal and dangerous. <laughs> it wasn't a good look for me. It probably comes back to terrorism somewhere. No, it does. It, it 100%, 100% does. It goes back to terrorism. Yeah, it does. It's no bueno. Yeah, yeah. As so, they say, as the Mexicans say. we all by smoking weed? There's some kind of connection between, it's like, I don't know if weed at this point is that big of a thing because it's legal elsewhere and they grow it and they just fly it over here. Like <laughs> most of our good shit that we're smoking here is from California and Colorado, but um, it's the other stuff. It's, shit, it's like hard shit, like Coke and heroin and all that kind of stuff. That's funding terror- terrorism. Okay, that comes from overseas. playing devil's advocate, like... You all you have to, all I heard was blah, 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 I'm white, but go ahead. But yeah, no, no. Like, how is smoking weed really, I'm just thinking out loud, yeah. that much worse than like arming states? Like we just shipped a bunch of arms to fucking Israel or Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. has a giant investment in the U.S. economy. So it's like, I don't know. Is buying what a is your pot. point? I don't know. I don't. I mean, it probably does feed terrorism, but it's not like the worst way to feed terrorism. It's not the worst, no. Yeah. Plus, then the more we legalize it, the more it's like our cute terrorism. Okay, so <laughs> how are you going to win? You said you were going to win. Let's go back to this, Jabari. Where do you go beyond um, not acknowledging what your favorite drug is <laughs> for some reason? Where do you go? Like, how do you how do you get people to care about income inequality in Brooklyn? How do you get people to care about affordable housing? We target the battle, the big battles in the district. So um, we've been doing a lot of stuff with the Bedford Union Armory on there in Crown Heights, and then we're going to push into public housing in terms of this in, this infill and say absolutely not to uh, selling it to private developers and figuring out how we can democratize the process so that people in public housing can actually elect their leaders. So it's up to them, and they have control. And then so we we, launch, we get onto that battle, and then we also um, do a big push on police reform. Like I'm a huge Black Lives Matter activist, and we do a big thing about elected civilian review boards so that people you know in New York can vote on the oversight of the police. And then we start talking about democratizing the money system. So more participatory budgeting, where you vote on your tax dollars, where we have that for the NYPD. You can vote on some of how the NYPD's budget is spent. But also, like, um, every district gets, you know, one or two million dollars in participatory budgeting to, like, vote on, like, schools or, like, their local transit. I want to do my entire budget, so around $10 million, which is, you know, a lot of the... um, the corporate uh, two parties kind of like say one, two million, it's so much, but it's like, you know, the majority they're stashing away for their own pet projects or whoever wants to approach them to pitch them, um, you know, some some funding for. So there's that. There's empowering people. There's um, there's also attaching to local battles. And then um, step by step, we're, we're targeting leftists first in our canvassing, like lots of Greens, independents, because an independent in Brooklyn is probably too far left of the Democratic Party. Then we're targeting um, Bernie bros. Like we're, we're looking on that, like that map of like how people vote in the New York primary and like targeting people that, you know, blocks that were heavily Bernie, and then we're pushing on to Democrats. And honestly, we're scooping up whoever loses the Democratic primary, all their supporters. So I'm being I'm being very nice to both of the uh, other candidates. That's and smart. then, um, yeah, once once one loses, I mean, we're there. We're the we're the good second cho- choice. That's so smart, though. But you know what you're doing? That's the anti-Trump. That's what that is. That's mm-hmm. inclusion, and not us versus them. That's yeah. scooping up the opponent and bringing them into the fold because that the opponent represented people that you're going to now represent too, yeah. right? Like that's such a smart way of going forward, especially in a place like New York that was obviously 100% Hillary, mm-hmm. um, to like to um, un, a little bit unpoliticize the pol- political process while still like playing the game enough to make a change. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that just seems like real smart to me. Well, we need to in- we need to be inclusive. And like, I mean, because a lot of people walking around in silos, like people don't go to their community boards because they feel like it doesn't represent them. They don't feel like they can't talk to their elected leader because they don't elect, um, elect them. And like, I'm tired of politicians 
or so they like them, but you know, they feel they can't get um, a response from them. And I'm tired of people just saying, hey, just be more civically engaged. Come to a meeting, come to a town hall, mm-hmm. come to come to this. And I really think we need to start giving citizens like actual power mm-hmm. and control over budget and also like, you know, what you know, the political process itself. People get protest fatigue. And I yeah. I don't just mean like right now because everybody's been protesting, but it seems you feel like a little ant, right? Like mm-hmm. you like uh, there's so much money here and so much of it doesn't belong to us. Like mm-hmm. it's inaccessible and the power is inaccessible and you're like, I'm one person. Mm-hmm. And it's cool if I add my body to this like lump of a million people making a statement. But if I don't, nobody fucking cares, right? And it's mm-hmm. disheartening. People just feel like one individual. And the truth is like each person is a world, right? Mm-hmm. Like... It's not, yes, and individually it's not a lot or whatever, but, like, your internal life is so vast. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's like a I thing, a resource you can tap into. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was serious, but... I- <laughs> <laughs> do you it's fascinating. In a, do you believe in, like, a basic, a universal, like, base income? Yes. You think that that I- could work in the city? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think we're, we're gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm expecting like this is my own thing. I um, but I'm expecting massive like uh, disruption in in the fields of specifically transit with automated cars, and then also um, retail service as more and more like um, st- um, stores move on to like just automated tellers. And I think as we have you know more automation, we need to come up. You know, you can't keep just making more jobs. Like at one point, we will mm-hmm. need to like solve the problem automation by dealing with a universal basic income. But well, yeah, also, because... I can't wait till I never have to speak to a human being ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Do you need help? No, I need a shirt. Leave me be. <laughs> cool. Well, we play a game on this show called Rapid Fired, where we ask you questions, and you have to just answer them as quickly as possible. <laughs> okay. Pew, pew, pew. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a classic game on the show okay. called Fuck, Mary Kill. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> And um, the rules, are you gay or straight? Gay. Oh, you're gay. Why did we just get into this? This is so important for us for the game. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Seems to make a whole new list now. um, I like you a hundred times better than I did five minutes ago. (laughs) Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Mike Bloomberg. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to see if you hate Jews. <laughs> yeah, the Israel answers were on the fence. What I'd size security fence? fence. <laughs> I guess I'd, uh, I'd kill Bush. Um, Why? Predictable. Because he's killed so many people with the Iraq War. Okay. Is that too deep? No, it's no, fair. No, okay. That's okay. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's like giving Obama a little bit of a pass. But go ahead. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, and then I guess I would I'd fuck Bloomberg and. <laughs> Because he's, he's gay. That's the unspoken follow. I mean, he's so gay. <laughs> gay. We see so you. Bloomberg, we live here. He's we got know. A dick out of his mouth. <laughs> um, he's trying to light it like a joint. We see you. We see you. <laughs> Which leaves Obama to marry. Uh, he's. You know, I have some political disagreements, but he is charming in, in, in what he got done the past eight years. And, you know, and for you better guys or for worse. damn fine together. I thank you. The number be, one reason for this. Yeah, <laughs> couple, yeah. You're beautiful babies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Obama because he's the hottest. Marry Bloomberg because he's the richest. Hello. <laughs> See you, W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandy. Oh, man. I, like... W has been so like cute lately because he like because <laughs> he's been like drawing and painting and stuff. So I'm like Ugh. hugging Michelle Obama. Yeah, hugging <laughs> Michelle Obama 
dying underneath a plastic <laughs> I just poncho. wanted to straighten it. <laughs> You're so cute. Don't get yeah, rained on. Like Make sure you stay dry. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna die on his own. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like all confused and disoriented. Um, who you fucking? Oh man. <gasps> get your priorities in order. I know. My heart. Um, <laughs> Who are you killing? Don't think with yeah. that order. Damn it. Bush, right? <laughs> are you killing Bush or are you letting him die? In, I don't want to. Yeah, 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 I'm alone in the rain. Oh, I feel like the right thing is to kill W. Okay, but we don't, the right thing, the right, right, the right thing is to kill W. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, man, this oh, show's going to get man. you guys some attention. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, I would know. <laughs> um... Let's start with easy. Who are you fucking? <laughs> Who are you marrying? I know. I'm so concerned. You literally have 10 seconds like, okay, left I'm before gonna, we I'm going to fuck Obama. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Correct. All right now, who are you killing? You have two seconds. I'm going to kill W and I'm going to marry Bloomberg because, you know, money. money. Yeah, money. True. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna marry W. I would happily spend the rest of my life, his life, let's be honest, um, <laughs> looking at paintings of his legs or whatever. Like, you're bathtub. doing great. Yeah. <laughs> well done, sir. Um, He's a nice ranch. I would. Okay. Now, <laughs> this is unpleasant for me. <laughs> but someone has to die by default, so don't hate me. Okay. I would. Ooh, it's so hard with the money. I would. He's making a lot of money in speaking engagements. I would marry. Okay, I'd, I'd, I'd. Who did I decide marry W? I'd fuck Obama. Listen to this. Uh, <laughs> get knocked up. Eighteen years. Gone for eighteen years. Um, <laughs> our babies would be beautiful. Um, they would come out with their guts on the outside of their bodies, but because I'm a weird inbred Jew, but. <laughs> Never mind. That's why I need some like black sperm in the mix. Okay. And I would Why'd you have look at to... me when you said that? I, uh, literally no reason. I don't even see color. You just look like a loud blob in the corner to me. Like, I, I hope this shapeless sphere gets elected. <laughs> and I guess I'd murder Bloomberg. Here's the thing. I know a lot of Jews, so it's like, mm, you know, one more, one What's less. What's one more after six million? But I'm having a baby. What? To make up for the loss of one Jew. But not a Jew. Oh, oh. but you're a but Jew. But it's so going it to be a Jew, so it's going to yeah. be a Jew. Oh, and it'll be a hot Jew, too. Um, you, <laughs> oh, you're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Anybody have a rapid fired? Oh, my God. Just put us all on the spot like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, okay. So, uh, all right. Um, this is another m- m- f- fuck, Mary kill, but everybody has three seconds to answer. Bam, bam, bam. That's for you. Okay, ready? Here we go. Hillary, Jill Stein. Okay, and let's do an evil one. Ivanka. Ooh. Yeah, and all women oh, because God. um I'm a lesbian. And all now. white. Oh yeah, Karen's, Karen's experimenting <laughs> yeah. with her queerness. Yeah. She fingered a girl, so she thinks she's a dyke now. <laughs> I'm but a, haven't we all? I, I you know what? It's you can argue all you want, but tell it to this finger. <laughs> <laughs> My it job. looks like Ellen. Okay, I'm gonna fuck Ivanka, obviously. Obviously. Because you obviously. just need to honor the amount of work that's been put into that bottom. I mean <laughs> hundreds of thousands of yes. dollars. Um, been sunk into her teeth alone. I am going to marry Hillary 
Because I like to fight. So interesting. <laughs> and I need that in the long term. Like, I need somebody who's going to fight. And you know she fights. Yeah, yeah, You know this bitch fights. And then I'm going to kill Jill Stein, but then I'm going to bury her without a coffin because you know she's, like, all organic and probably it's like... Of course, of course, of course. So she'll be, like, good No harness. Like, yeah. we, we have to cancel out yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She'll, be, she'll actually be, like, the greenest green candidate <laughs> of all time. We have to cancel out that unnecessary car ride from Cincinnati to Columbus. <laughs> all right, Jabari, which one women are you going to uh, pretend to want, enjoy <laughs> I think I'm going to fuck Ivanka too I for mean, like the same reason that's the gayest I mean, answer yeah like why not and then uh, I think I'm going to marry Jill Stein and I think I'll let her play guitar for me every night it's pleasant Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, quite nice. And then, um, whoops, Hillary can go uh, Hillary. (laughs) I like when you're politicians. I can't say it, even theoretically, hypothetically. Boo, killer. (laughs) Sando. Maybe I'm a a gay black man because I have the same. I, I was like, I can appreciate Ivanka's body. Like, I'm not a lesbian, but like. Three kids in, hello. Yeah. I mean, she has. I haven't had three kids, and my body looks like it's been through like five. Like, also, maybe my teeth are so misshapen. <laughs> so yeah, I can appreciate the the female form and that she's got a nice body. She's so, an yeah, eleven. I'll, I mean, who are we kidding? <laughs> Born a two. <laughs> I know, but then uh, the uh, the added thing of fucking Ivanka is she's got a shit ton of money. So mm. seven hundred yeah. forty. Oh yeah. yeah, that's like. Oof. It's the same, like, yeah, she won't, like, probably go down on you because she doesn't have to. She's so evil. Yeah, she's never <laughs> she's done that evil. Why she pays hum- somebody to do that yeah, and yells like, at them uh, for doing it Why wrong. are the highlights so evil? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I think, I feel the same way. Like, Jill Stein, I just feel like I, I'd be in, like, a brightly lit cabin and we'd just be, like, hanging in out. In Sochi, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I have a little. Okay, so I obviously fuck Ivanka because we would be such a lesbian power couple looking equally hot all the time. (laughs) Just telling each other how beautiful you are. And she's so hot. Plus, then I'm one degree of separation away from Jared, and you know Jared's my Annie hole. I just, like, I can't with Jared. I can't with Jared. Jared, what are you doing? You're wasting your time, Jared. Um, I would, um... I would marry Hillary because she's used to a sexless marriage. Um, also, I like to talk mad shit, and you know she talks some shit. She, she gets is, down. She gets. She has so. She's dying for the right podcast. One to sign a non-disclosure agreement and just talk some shit every Two night. Two Dope Queens was cool, but Unhirable's better. It's a better fit, Hillary. Trust it's us. It's Dope Queens. <laughs> um, and then I guess I'd have to murder Jill, but only because she's boring. <laughs> like, it's a good reason. Do you know what I'm saying? Cool. So, Jabari... Uh, Tell us your website one more time. Jabari2017.nyc org. No. No, it's not NYC, you asshole. <laughs> and any donation is to your through your site is, yeah. is matched sixfold by the New York City. Yeah. Yes. Six government. To one. Yes. That's again your tax dollars are already in the pot for this, so you're just choosing which politician they're going wow. to. Wow. I cool. mean there I don't want to brag, but there are six dollars coming in your way. <laughs> 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 I haven't got that amount of money yet, but honey, we got you. <laughs> um, Sandy, promoting anything? Uh, 
I don't know. I'm in, in a show in Jersey <laughs> on Friday, but no one wants to know. About that. <laughs> um, I'm. You guys know we're at Unhireable Show on Twitter, at Unhireable Show on Insta, at Karen Margolis, and I've got a show at here, Stand Up New York, Thursday at eleven o'clock. Oh, yo! And in June with Adrian oh, uh, yes. from the National Party, we're gonna throw a green party somewhere in Brooklyn. Nice. There might be drugs. <laughs> Just beware. <laughs> Marijuana, though. Not like not like ones that are. We're more keeping fun. it green. Yeah. yeah obviously. We respect your yeah, party. Yeah. But uh, we'll throw that and it'll be like unofficial and you might unofficially be invited and you can unofficially attend if you yeah, want. Yeah, it's called yeah. the green party. So like be there. So be there or be a fucking loser. I mean, what do you want to go to cattle calls for the rest of your life? This is your chance at political glory. <laughs> no, this is awesome. Is there any acting stuff that you have that you want to promote? I saw your video about the song about the white women crossing the street. That was fun. I like that. Uh, no, nothing acting, nothing on the uh, nothing on the horizon. So no, smart. No. So yeah. smart. Let's, Politically, let's, let's fucking win this shit. Yeah, let's yeah. win it. We're going to fucking get you elected. All right. Awesome. Jabari2017.myc.org. Oh, 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 Are you a Green Party candidate? What are you doing? <laughs> He's going to run in the district. He's going to primary. <laughs> oh, that be so annoying for you. I'd like to make an announcement, guys. I'm more available on Grindr because I've never seen you on there, so I don't know that you're actually I deleted gay. it. Oh, well, that's oh, smart. You oh, you're to. serious about your career. <laughs> All right, good. Well, there's a chance if you live in the district, I have 100% you an unsolicited dick pic. So <laughs> you're welcome, Jabari. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, this was super yeah, fun. This was thank super you. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good luck in the election. This and thank really you guys great. for hanging out with us, everybody who's listening. Um, we're on Patreon if you care. If not, we're still into it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Oprah and Gail tonight, maybe. Yeah, we're we'll going to have a new Oprah and Gail for you ASAP. Uh, have a nice, really good life, you guys, and we're going to talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.